0: Let's just say you've won the jackpot. Who's the first person you call? 651-641-1071. This is The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we're buying tickets, right, Bradley? Yeah,
2: so um, Powerball Mega Millions, uh, that's the jackpots we're talking about. The Mega Million up to $1 billion. That drawing is tonight. And the, other than your lawyer, who is the first person you're going to call? 651-641-1071. That's the conversation we're having. and I'll just put it right to you. Who's the first person you call? My husband. All right. And you're going to call him and say what?
0: We're so filthy rich drop everything we have to buy the world
2: dun 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 um so for you obvious it's your husband yeah. holly for you who are you calling
0: uh she's actually answering she's gonna talk to a listener first oh there yeah you go. yeah that's what she's doing right now
2: i probably wouldn't call a listener first
1: she's just answering the phone i asked if they wanted to weigh in on the question and they said no thank you oh, oh. Thanks. Okay, Okay. but I would like to weigh in. Yeah, that's Uh,
2: the question uh, (laughs) I put to you, Holly. (laughs) Who, who? Well, first of all, would you like to answer the
1: question? I would. Yes.
2: (laughs) Who would you call other than your lawyer? uh because for you it's a little different let's be honest right so uh colleen you have a husband Mm -hmm. so i mean i think most people if uh if they're married i would think unless they don't trust their spouse very much probably calling their spouse Mm -hmm. you guys aren't officially married but you have a significant other who who are you calling
1: outside of the person who would hook me up with the attorney i would be calling my mom oh Mm -hmm. and
2: why do you think your mom first
1: Because she is the person that I would go to first for any kind of good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Because I'm not legally associated with my partner. I gotta you know cross the T's and dot the lowercase J before I let him in on that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he might kill you. That's right. Right. I mean, he right. could poison Did you. It's dark so quickly. Take wow. take your
2: ticket and run. Yikes. I would. I mean, the first person I would call have been a lawyer because the lawyer is the first person you call. My mother has always told me that for years. I don't know why because we've never won the lottery. But anyway, <laughs> but she always that instilled that. that in me. <laughs> the first thing you do is call an attorney. After I call the attorney, I think obviously I'm gonna call Jamie because I. I don't obviously know who else I would call. I mean, I guess I could call my mom. More likely, I'm going to get a hold of Jamie first, so I would, I would let him know. But it would be a quick succession of you know my mother and Jamie.
0: I actually feel like I'd call Matt before I'd call the lawyer. Is that wrong? I feel like that's I don't think the there's a wrong answer.
1: Yeah. Have you watched Lifetime original movies? Yes. Colin?
0: Oh, trust me, I have watched them. I've watched 48 Hours Mystery across I think only- from my
1: husband on the couch
0: and looked at him and thought do I really know you? I mean, I'm just yeah. saying. I don't I think you, I don't think it's
2: a matter of like you call this person and that's a judgment on your relationship with that person. I think it's more like you need to get this moving fast. Right. Because, um, you know, that, and and we can listen to a little bit of this. I know we have a caller on the phone too. So 651-641-1071, we can get to all those. There is some actual legit advice for why you should call an attorney. Um, but obviously, you know, you might be in the same room with your spouse when you know, when you find out. Yeah. So
0: I better be, cause I'm probably going to pass out. Let's go to the phones. Bo is on the line. Hey, Bo, uh, who is the first person you call when you win the jackpot?
3: Um, if I was to win the jackpot, I get to kill two birds with one stone where my significant other is also my attorney.
2: Oh, oh. Lucky
1: you, well, okay,
3: Bo, do well, we, Bo,
2: do we know that's a good idea? Do you trust your significant other and or attorney? <laughs>
3: I I, I trust her to a point. We would have to have somebody look over the rest of the legal documents as well.
2: Yeah. Just, you know, an impartial third party. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you,
0: Bo. Lucky Bo. That's awesome. Okay. Can I just also let everybody behind the curtain? Um, The way that Bo just set that up, Bo said, if I won the jackpot, I could kill. And then we all stopped.
2: Like, oh, who's he going to kill? We didn't know. We should have done that question. I know. Who do you kill first? (laughs) Actually, you know, the question that I wanted to ask originally, but I was like, that's too negative. Is like, who are you not giving money to? Because we always talk about, like, who are you giving money to? And like, I know, but I don't want people to, like, say that out loud. And who would? I'll Um, say it out loud. uh, Who
0: am I not giving money to? Anybody else. Period. Period what i'm not giving money to anybody else i'll give it to charities so you mean you wouldn't give like your mom
2: money or your kids money or
0: uh not for nothing like no i'm not gonna just no you open that door it's over
2: even like your close family Mm -hmm.
0: yeah you open that door it's over i'm dead serious i know that sounds crazy Okay. But that, I really do think you
1: open that door and it's over. That's interesting. That's we're why I wouldn't want to tell anybody. Right? Really, ultimately, well, I wouldn't want to tell anybody.
2: Let's, um, so that's the advice, actually. And, and we can continue the, the conversation we were just having in a moment. But let's listen to the actual advice that an attorney gave. First thing you do is stay quiet. All right? Don't tell your friends. Don't tell your family. Attorney Jason Curlin advises Big Bucks lottery winners. We have a couple of weeks before you come forward to the world. You need that time to be to be, you know, in the right mindset. You don't need people knocking on your door
3: asking for handouts before you even have the money.
2: So his advice, obviously, is to stay quiet and um, you you tell as few people as possible. And when I first listened to that, I was like, that's when I thought, gosh, do I even tell Jamie right away? I don't know. I think you should think these things through before you do them, Mm -hmm. because clearly we all have a chance of winning the one billion (laughs) dollars. Now, at some point, you're going to tell people. If you
0: buy a ticket, if you don't buy a ticket, you don't have a chance.
2: Yeah, um...
0: Elizabeth Reese
2: but and she doesn't but my (laughs) my point is like eventually you're telling somebody right which is what the exercise we're doing but when you tell them and how you tell them and in what context you tell them these are all of the things that will actually only matter to the people involved because I would imagine you know you should probably sit on it for a while you don't want to you know just run around going woohoo because again you're gonna get a target on your back right um you know
0: well, I'm telling, this is why, I I mean, again, because I, trust me, I've bought enough lottery tickets to have the conversation in my mind about what do you do with the money when you get the money. Yeah. And that's why I've had to like have that thought of like, who do you give, who do you give money to in your circle it's sort of like inviting people to a party, right? You yeah. have to cut it off at some point. Oh sure. So, Can't so give in, everybody money. In, yeah. So in your mind, you go, well, if I'm giving it to that person, then I have to give it to that person, and then if I give it to that person, then I also have to give it to this person, and and eventually, I just had to make that like all or nothing rule. In my mind, which was like—it's certainly easier, yeah. Because I do think that that's what when I've watched you know documentaries about people who have gotten themselves into trouble after winning the lottery, it's because they just didn't have any limits,
2: yeah,
1: it's at like all. You'd have to fake your I mean, own I'm own not, death. I'm
2: not. There's no way I'm giving like <laughs> extended family money. I mean, you know, if it again, who knows? But um, I like I I can't see I can't not see giving my mother money, for example, like to pay off whatever bills she has.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, it also depends on how much you get, right? Because you don't want to give, although I was just thinking with this particular lottery, and this is a whole nother separate conversation because there are like 50 conversations you can have mm-hmm. when you're contemplating being a billionaire is like, why wouldn't you just give away half of the money for like, because think about a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Think about the, the good you could do in the world. I I know this sounds like self-serving, but Honestly, I have thought, like, think of what you could do with oh, yeah. the money that you don't need to live a comfortable life. Right. Like, we all could live a comfortable life on a lot less than a billion dollars. And so, once you hit that amount, what can you then do that would actually have, you know, a major impact on the lives of other people? Like, because I kind of feel like you could give Flint, Michigan, like, a water system. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe not a billion dollars, but... But again, I, I think probably that's a conversation or a thought process worth having.
0: Absolutely. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley 2, it is Friday. Therefore, it is cheat day. Uh-huh. Tune in to see what we oh will be God, sticking you guys. in our mouths. Uh, we're on the, the fence about get it. going to real interesting up in here. Oh. We'll be back after this on my talk 107.1. 100 goodness it's friday which means only one thing on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer it means that we are going off program we are eating something that is not on our usually healthy diets it's a cheat day
1: dirty rotten cheetah cheat day taste in your
2: mouth. Um, so we're about to eat a Frankenstein pizza Yikes. courtesy. Can you can we get you on the
0: she needs to get on the
1: microphone
2: because this, this is your idea. She's like I can't because I'm doing Facebook live which you can watch by the way Facebook live. Uh You can see this experience happen. So our social media gal pal Hannah yes. said there is this new thing they're doing on the Internet. It's called pizza with candy corns. So we we're like, OK, let's eat the pizza with candy corns.
0: And so we're eating pizza with candy corn.
2: Now, what we should say is this is not completely out of the realm of possibility for the Colleen and Bradley show, because last Easter, we yep. created a new pizza because everybody does this on occasion where they're like, I came up with a new pizza. Right. And then it's on social media and everybody's like, that's horrible. What was the first one again?
0: I can't even. Well, I remember what we did, but I can't remember what it, it was. All. We put uh, a pizza. Yeah, we started a pizza, which is. Swept the nation, if you recall. At least three people eat I feel it regularly. Like we,
2: we missed our viral uh, opportunities with chocolate baker Pizza. We I We should agree. make that happen again. Anyway, it was a pizza with chocolate bacon and pizza. Yeah. So anyway, and and then... And mozzarella cheese. And then...
0: And then we put uh, the uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs, Reese's eggs, on a pizza and had it baked that way. And uh, today, when I was having this pizza made... Our friend down in the cafeteria reminded me that Bradley, you really enjoyed that. Uh, I did not remember you enjoying that. No, I did not enjoy that. But he apparently thought you did. Oh, okay.
2: Well, so I'm anyway. actually excited about the candy corns pizza yes. because it's corns of candy nature. Yes. And a pizza. Now, we took a frozen pizza from our good friend Heggy's uh, friend, there's only one, and uh, took it downstairs mm-hmm. and had them concoct this. Should we try it? Let's do it. Sure.
0: Come on. So why don't you take a piece of the pizza, Bradley? And um, if you wanna see what this thing looks like, you can you give Colleen a piece. Check out our Facebook page, uh, the My Talk one oh seven one Facebook page. We are doing a Facebook live. It smells we weird.
2: Like so to give you an indication of it the smell. It
0: smells really weird. It's it's like a sweet oh,
2: uh, like a sweet smell. But it's, then there's also like pizza smell, so that's interesting. Holly's oh yeah, Holly, get, get her.
0: in here and get some. I will say I'm really pleased that my first bite will be totally candy corn free. Okay. Okay. Your, your face first is your telling first piece me it's not be
2: candy corn free. Well, Put it a piece is of candy corn on it.
0: Well, I can't because it just doesn't come that way.
2: Just eat on the side where it is.
0: I'm taking off the first bite so I can have it later as a palate cleanser. Yeah,
2: you're gonna need a palate cleanser because it's terrible. That durable. is
0: Eunice. It's what? You <laughs> Okay, talk about it while I eat it. I don't want to like, do it. It's like, I love I the pizza face. part.
2: I keep wanting to like enjoy it, but then you get this smack of like mm-hmm. corn mm-hmm. syrup in your mm-hmm. mouth.
0: Mm-hmm. I already don't right? like it. I already don't like it. Yeah.
2: But keep chewing. I don't want and to. You, you'll have this experience <laughs> where you're like, you're like, oh, it's pizza. Wait, no. Oh, it's pizza. Oh, wait, no. It's almost like.
0: Oh, so mean.
2: Yeah, it's too sweet. I was actually excited. I will tell you, I was kind of ready to enjoy this because I like sweet and salty. The problem is, I think the candy corns are too sweet. Like, literally, and that shocks me to say it. I think they're too... Tell me what's going on in your mouth. That
0: actually might, honestly, I'm not even exaggerating.
2: I might have to take another bite just to try.
0: That might be the worst thing I've ever eaten. Ever. And I typically don't say that about sweet things. That... Mm.
2: It's so weird, though, right? Like, yes, it's it's not something you're ever going to eat. This is not going to sweep the nation. Holly, feel free to weigh in, but it there is something even, like
0: I, it shouldn't even sweep the streets. It's so gross. I think that Colleen put it correctly.
1: <laughs> that this is mean. It's this, just it's genuinely. There's just a weird.
0: It's just weird. It's cruel to the pizza, right? It's so gross.
1: And hey, what did the pizza ever do to you? Yeah,
0: seriously. Now I'm mad that we ruined a so whole pizza. So here's what I want to know.
2: Here's the next layer. Uh huh. So now I'm going to
0: take. all... Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Off the corns. Yeah. Like, did you ruin piece. the
1: entire pizza? No, well, the cheese is ruined because the candy corn mm. melted and sweat onto the cheese. So the mm. cheese but is But here's ruined. the thing.
2: I don't mm-hmm. think the sweat ruins it. I would like if I were hungry as in
0: mm-hmm. always Always.
2: and somebody did this to a pizza and I still wanted the pizza, pick them off. You can get through it and you'll get enough salt. The salt because it's a balance situation. The sweet is too sweet. So
0: here's what I'm actually sad about right now, if I'm being really honest, is that I actually happen to be a person who likes candy corn. I do too, and I think I might have just actually
2: ruined yourself. Ruined candy corn?
0: candy corn. No, that's a tragedy. I know. Well, here's what we
2: here's what we know. Huh? Don't ever heat up a candy corn.
0: Worst thing ever. That was terrible. That was awful.
2: Seriously, though, pick off the corns. It'll taste better.
0: I don't know. I don't think I can do that ever. I. That was really a bad situation. Oh, hey, oh my gosh, Hannah, I wish I could. Hannah looks like Did she's hurt. Did you want to try it, Hannah?
2: No. This was your idea. Live, <laughs> That's her excuse for everything. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: okay so our social so media, so for those of you who maybe Ryan, are just in. tuning in, uh, Ryan, Hannah, Ryan. who Ryan. does our social All media, right. made All us right. this pizza, right. and then she fed it to us, oh. and she won't try it. It is a pizza with candy corn atop it. Ryan is taking he a shoveled? gigantic bite of it and he's, he's chewing going, it. and going to regret it. It's
2: not that bad.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, Ryan, no, stop. You're telling a lie right now. Stoner
2: food? Go you guys bad. are over-exaggerating. It's great. Okay. okay. He's crazy. <laughs>
0: All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, D-bags. D-bags. And not just Ryan. Nope. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1. badly they do it all the time so often in fact that on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer we have a whole segment devoted to them and we call them D-bag. D-Bags <laughs> presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day I crown the Wendy Williams Lady D-Bag. Oh, why?
2: What'd she do now? Well,
0: you know, she's been kind of um, unraveling a little bit in the last forever. And she was doing a segment on her show where she was talking about Ariana Grande. And she got a little confused. I'm just gonna let's just play the audio of what happened, and then I'll sort of double back and explain it. Uh, Here is Wendy Williams trying to talk about Ariana Grande. Just you in your house or something, (laughs) (laughs) or however you get well. You know, she's got the lupus, and then she had the kidney transplant. Uh, And oh wait, that's not her. That's
1: (laughs) That's the other one. (laughs) That's the Helena. (laughs)
0: I'm sorry. Sometimes I get my problematic children uh, twisted. I know you do too. Um. Okay. There's a number of things in there that make her a d-bag, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. The well. first one being, you have one job, Wendy Williams. I mean, I recognize like I make mistakes too. We make mistakes. We are entertainment deep type talky people as well yeah um i don't want to say reporters because we're not really
2: uh, no reporters
0: no we just are talky people and we talk about entertainment and sometimes i get people mixed up yes however i don't know Th- that one is a big one you don't get that mixed up but the thing for me that really bugged me the most yeah. is when she says i get my problematic kids mixed up i know you do oh, too yeah Let's talk about the problems that Selena Gomez is having yeah. right now.
2: I'm not sure that Selena Gomez is really someone she needs to lump into the, quote, problematic kids category. Yeah. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah.
0: She's literally hospitalized right now dealing with significant mental health issues. Her lupus is a significant autoimmune disease yeah. those things don't fall under the veil of problematic kids yeah um ariana grande yes is you also know,
2: i don't understand why ariana grande is problematic i mean she looked a donut once but well, she has a life and i think you know we gave her crap for having a relationship uh from zero to 60 with pete davidson but i mean it's not like she was doing drugs and like sleeping with Strangers. I mean, she might be doing all those things. I don't know. But when I think problem kids, I think like, I feel like there are other people we could choose. Well, and
0: that's what I was going to say is that that Ariana Grande, you know, yes, she's having this breakup with this weird kind of fakey relationship. But she's also grieving the death of her yes. ex-boyfriend. Ex-boy, yeah who died tragically of an yeah. overdose. I mean, And it's not That's a real life thing that's happening.
2: It just comes across as sort of like insensitive and crass. And look, you know, I'm sure people could pull clips of our show and call us insensitive and crass. And so, you know, in in the vein of, you know, because we are basically Wendy Williams without the, you know, falling over dressed as the Statue of Liberty thing. Yet. Um, it's true. And also everything else that comes along with her. We're not like her. But what I am saying is I think it's fair to criticize. I also think it's fair to give her, you know, cut her some slack. However, um, in this particular case, it just for Wendy Williams, it just comes across as a little lazy. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, like just Because, again, weird. I don't
2: understand the point of including uh, those two in that category. Yeah. I don't think of them. I mean, are they eye roll worthy on a regular basis? Sure.
0: Yeah, I also think like had, you know, but like
2: Lindsay Lohan, Ariana Grande is not
0: right. And I think the appropriate to have mixed the two up, the appropriate response would have been like, oh, gosh, I mixed them up. That was a that was a dumb move or like, oh, whoops, or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a way to do that without putting it on them yeah. as being the problem. Yeah,
2: Like, you, you know, you're bad. Yeah. So own it. Exactly.
0: So, anyway, D-Bag.
2: Uh, okay, I want to give my D-Bag today to Meghan Markle, but mostly People Magazine and the uh. reporting of Meghan Markle. Here's the story. Meghan Markle reveals her... And can I also just say, in the last segment, we did a thing called, let's eat this weird pizza with candy corn on it. Mm-hmm. And now, all I have in my mouth is like this weird battle of the occasional oregano thing and then candy corn. Like, I ate candy corn to kind of get it out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I keep getting, like, hints
0: Mm-mm.
2: of, like, Italian, and then I get slammed with candy corn. Uh-uh. So every time I move my mouth, I'm, like, I'm having issues over here. Uh, kids, Nonetheless, don't
0: try this at home. Please. Not
2: worth your time. Ugh. I just want to go, like, wash out my mouth with salt water. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Meghan Markle reveals her first job was taking out the trash, and it made her who she is today. I was like, wow, Meghan Markle was a trash collector? That's kind of crazy, right? Like riding on the on the on the truck? I mean, that's what I thought when I read that. But then I go into the article and it says, Meghan Markle's life hasn't always been glamorous. While she was on her down under tour, not the stripper one, she revealed <laughs> that her first job consisted of, quote, taking out the trash that's all it says, quote, taking out the trash. And then it goes on to say the pregnant royal then went on to explain that the job helped mold her into the woman she is today. And there is literally nothing else in that story that that talks about either of those two things. So, dear Robin Merritt from People Magazine, you enticed me into reading this article because I was going to learn something about Meghan Markle as a youth Mm -hmm. who maybe struggled to, like, learn some hard truths about life. Like, I learned, for example, my first, I think it was just my first year of college, my job, my work-study job was recycling, like, collecting the recycling. And then we had to take the recycling, which in and of itself is not a particularly cumbersome job. It's just emptying trash bags. Mm -hmm. So I was collecting trash. The worst part was that we had to take it to this machine that then turned uh, aluminum cans into bo- like bales, and in the process, it would squish them, and in the process, anything that was left in the can would get squeezed out, and there would be like f- there would be this torrent of goo that would come flying mm-hmm. out, and you'd have to like move around to not get it all over you. Like that taught me something. Mm-hmm. I never want to do that again. No, that's a fun story, yeah, right? Yes, People yeah. Magazine. You could have written that story. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. They literally just said. She's, quote, taking out the trash. Does that mean she took it from her kitchen to her, you know, driveway or that she was actually on a, you know, a dump tr- or not a dump truck, a,
0: a garbage a truck, truck, a trash yeah. truck? Yeah. That they didn't they nobody they did literally explore says, that further. Megan,
2: 37, revealed her first job consisted of, quote, taking out the trash. She then went on to explain that that job helped her mold her or help mold her into the woman she is today emptying the trash because what I assume she's saying here is that she like all of us had to take the trash out as a kid and somehow that turned her into a princess well if that's the case I mean where's
0: my title Cinderella where's my slip yes thank you slip
2: slipper yeah and slip for that matter I want my mm, princess slip whatever could
1: like the way a slip feels where's my crown yeah. where's
2: my mm-hmm. scepter where's my Prince Harry I've gotten you know demands
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, you're falling short mm-hmm. right now.
2: Because taking out the trash helped me become the man I am today.
0: I will say, though, I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest, I might bring this article home right now and show it to, to my daughter. Children. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hey, you can be a princess. and yeah. take out the dumb trash. Yeah, but it's
0: not working for me. Yeah, but it might.
1: That, but it see, might not be too late for your you. Daughter, <laughs> I was going
2: to say your daughter might be to the age where she's like, "And why aren't you a princess, yeah, mom? exactly. How much did that help you? Not much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, "What a lazy!" Again, People Magazine is becoming more and more like the Daily Mail. The I can't even tell you. I you know it's awful. People will say to us, us what do you do for a living? Mm -hmm. And do you know what I will say? And you've said this too. Uh We all say this. I basically do. um, Go ahead.
0: We're like people magazine on the radio.
2: Yeah. We do people magazine Mm -hmm. on the air. Mm -hmm.
0: I am not even that
2: lazy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I am lazy. Mm -hmm. Noon to three Monday through Friday. Most days. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I get a story wrong, you people will correct us. I have been Wendy Williams. You have been Wendy Williams. We've all been Wendy Williams. Yes, Holly, even you. Um, we are not as lazy as People magazine Mm-mm. is becoming as Mm-mm. far as I'm concerned Mm-mm. with with the like clickbait and uh, not even fleshed out articles. that that was the headline. yeah, in the article. It then goes on to talk about totally unrelated stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, you remember I brought I brought the other day a People magazine article. Remember this because they are really trying to cover this down under tour. With Meghan Markle, because I am at because me. I'm feeling this People Magazine being a yeah. crappy publication thing. Yeah. Um I brought the, it was a People Magazine article the other day that said, "How is Meghan pregnant? Meghan Markle going to survive sixteen days down under in heels?" Yeah, and do you remember what her secret was? Flats. Yeah. That was a People Magazine article. Yeah.
2: And again, um, will you please look at this article? Because mm-hmm. the point at which the article, again, it's my douchebag, People Magazine. They, they said that Meghan Markle took out the trash as a kid and that made her who she was today. That's the headline. So you go into the article and the part that, comments on the only part of the article that comments on that is the first paragraph mm-hmm. i am not kidding you when i tell you scroll down through that article you don't have to read none of the rest of that article no. and how much more would you say is in that article
0: oh i it's mean a there's lot. like probably 15 paragraphs
2: yeah and it's all about just other words that yeah. are related to anything Meghan Markle i mean i see done. garbage
0: but i don't see garbage
2: thank you mm-hmm. uh <laughs> yes <laughs> It has lots of other words that are totally unrelated. It's basically my point is like the Daily Mail, the people, the People Magazine, because I'm an old person. Mm-hmm. The you just when you're an old person, yeah. you add the in front the people, the peoples, uh, and an s on the end. They're literally just regurgitating any words about it's. It's like verbal diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for painting a horrible mm-hmm. uh, visual.
1: It is though they made you paint that visual. Yeah, yeah, you fault. made me
2: say that
0: people people <laughs> you said it
1: first.
2: I hate that like I want to know like I ha- I have needs I must understand why was she taking out just you know her family trash because could that really have made her what she is today I don't know they have some kind of special trash
0: <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show we're gonna talk to our friend Christopher Straub he's in Las Vegas right now and he was where all of the stuff was happening last night meaning the big announcement from Britney Spears he's going to tell us what he saw what she said what happened last night in Las Vegas the big announcement from Britney Spears after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107 well you may have heard this morning that Britney Spears made a gigantic announcement last night on the Las Vegas strip well, our friend Christopher Straub happened to be there. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, when we saw that Christopher Straub was there, we thought, well, we got to have him call in. We got to hear what happened. Hello, Christopher.
3: Well, hello from fabulous Las Vegas. So
2: um, let's just get right to it. Britney Spears, yeah. you find out that she's going to be making an announcement
3: and you're like right next door, right? I was like four minute a four minute walk away from uh, from where she was going to be, and I thought, okay, well, I'm here. I got to do this.
0: And again, yeah, it was like you just happened to be there. It wasn't like you, you went there to see her big <laughs> announcement.
3: This was not planned, but it was a uh, a fun departure from the day. Yeah.
2: So you walk four minutes, and then tell right. us what happens.
3: Okay. So like, I they said announcement's going to be at seven o'clock. Be there at six o'clock. Uh, if you want to like be pr- you know part of it or part of history or whatever they say, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, so I go there early, and and I realize there's there's a red carpet and a stage, and so I'm like, all right, I want to put myself next to the red carpet because like she's going to walk the red carpet, go to the stage, and make the announcement. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Because if there's anything Christopher Straub knows, it's red carpet. Yes, right.
3: right. <laughs> so I planted myself right to, right by the the red carpet, and then I. I Started receiving like Instagram messages and all these from like other sources saying, We saw a rehearsal and she's coming out of the stage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, but I'm right by the red carpet. Like, I don't want to go to the stage because I want to lose my chance or whatever. So then, then like Mario Lopez walks out. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, like, and he makes an announcement before her announcement, just like, you know, the facts like, Oh, Platinum, platinum Award winning, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then everything goes dark. And then they project this three-minute-long montage on the new hotel, which is the Park MGM. Mm-hmm. And this is on my uh, Facebook. You can see the, the, the very end of it. And, um, and then that drops, and the new posters come up of her new tour, and then she ascends out of the stage. And so... You can you can see on my video like I'm running through the gaze trying to get like closest to the <laughs> stage. And I'm, I'm screaming, yeah, I'm gaze like, I'm ducking and weaving and zooming and I get I get some pretty good. Probably stuff. ducking some and then, weave. Let's be real. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, That's slapping them down. <laughs> And then, it, yeah, it's like, it's like a gay obstacle course. So, <laughs> was like,
0: it was like American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but with, with gays and seven-year-old girls.
3: Oh God, And so like Which are basically so the same. So I'm jumping thing. and, yeah. So I, get, so I get to the thing. She ascends out of the stage, waves, okay? And then she walks down the red carpet. And if you see my video, like, then I get back to the red carpet quick enough to see her go by me, like, oh three gosh. feet away. Wow. So I record it. And then, and then we're thinking, oh, she's going to do like a performance or a presentation or something like that. No, she disappears. She just Ascends walks through to heaven as quick as she came down. Oh my god! I love how you like, thought
2: she was actually going to do something.
3: <laughs> right, something. No, 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 it's it's like the best part is she didn't even say a word. Like, like, forget about performing, singing, dancing. Like it was coming out of the stage, waving, walking. <laughs> disappear yeah
2: okay that, see that's my life's goal christopher i know
0: i mean is she's that I'm really make, made it hey
2: i'm gonna make a huge announcement and i'm actually not gonna do anything to do so no
3: you're gonna yeah you're gonna have your your it. dancers your entourage mario yes. lopez everyone else is gonna do the work yep. like see this was but like this is like the best right yeah. like because it was short and sweet like then i could go on and then you know go off and have you know find my family again and then <laughs> there go you go and eat yeah well and
0: that's what you get to do i mean that is the kind of thing you get to do you all when you are about to make a half a million dollars per show her during your las and vegas let's be real. residency let's
2: be real about the performance piece uh or the definition of that word christopher have you seen her uh her current show oh.
3: Oh, no, not the one, because she just got finished with a residency in Vegas. I did not see that because um, uh, just other circumstances. Like, I was supposed to go with my best friend and blah, blah, blah. But I've seen her three or four other times. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, it's a spectacle. It's a show. But I didn't see the one in Vegas. But I know that the one in the, the, her other residency didn't really like yeah like rise so, to the level of her arena shows
2: you know yeah for sure i mean but it's so delightfully britney like it's great it's all the music you can you know sing along dance and 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 she's there of course so like <laughs> there's the added benefit of that but like she yeah. she's kind of like moved around on stage she's doing a lot of lip syncing all things we expect but still love about britney so to think that somebody uh has reached a point in her career that she is able to make a half million dollars for doing a mediocre performance I mean you've got to give her like she did so well early in her career that she's able I don't want to say she's coasting but you know it's- no, no, but
3: she cemented her place in this sort of pop culture world and people are still screaming and like from the audience everyone else is singing along yeah. it's, uh, there, there was like tracks like even with this um uh, an- quote unquote announcement <laughs> like there was still music um, tracks like playing over and like we were all singing like everyone in the audience
0: was. Yeah. See, that's what makes it so easy for her. You all get to sing along and she just gets to walk the red carpet. Christopher, I'm so glad you got to see that. What a fun, uh, fun thing to just be a part of uh, without even planning it. And thank you for making time in your vacation to share it with us.
3: Well, happy to. And, and if you want to see the videos, go on my Instagram at Schmistifer S-T-H-I-M-S-T-O-P-H-E-R. m s t o p h e r. I don't know; it's a lot of words. Yeah, a lot we'll of letters. do it. <laughs> or or my my Facebook. All all the videos are on there. Thank awesome. you so
0: much, Christopher Straub. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Christopher. Take care. Thank we'll you. talk to you soon. Uh, all right. Now this is exciting. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, uh, the Twin Cities Film Festival has kicked off this week. It is happening through the weekend. One of the movies that is uh, showing tonight is a movie called When. Jeff Tried to Save the World. This movie is directed by Kendall Goldberg and it stars John Heater. They are going to be in studio after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071.
2: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search.